Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. The next aspect of Iman, number 14, is Iman and the obligation to love Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Sayyidina Anas radiallahu anhu narrates that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Not one of you believes until I am dearer to him than his father, his child, and all mankind. Rawahu Bukhari wa Muslim. They also narrate, Bukhari and Muslim on the authority of Sayyidina Anas radiallahu anhu, that he said that there are three things which when they are present in anyone will cause them to taste the sweetness of faith, halawa to iman. And the first of them is that Allah and His Messenger be dearer to him than all else. And Bukhari Muslim also narrate that once a man came to the Prophet ﷺ and said, Ya Rasulullah, when will the last hour come? And the Prophet ﷺ responded, what have you set aside for it? He replied, Ya Rasulullah, I have not set aside for it any great amount of fasting or charity, Yet I love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and His Messenger. The Prophet told him one of the most famous ahadith, Al-Mar'u Ma'aman Ahabba, that a person will be with whom he loves. This is an aspect of our iman, just as much as we are people of La ilaha illallah, we are people of Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Unfortunately, we have two trends in the Muslims today. One is to elevate the Prophet above a level that he is at, and the other is to lower him to a level below than that which he is at. It's a very simple way to understand this in Urdu is that Allah, Allah, Nabi, Nabi, and Banda, Banda. To elevate Nabi Salam to some level of divinity by ascribing to him some type of attributes such as knowledge, of all, entire knowledge of all of the unseen or omnipresence or omniscience. This is to elevate Allah, the Prophet and grant him the share in the attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. At the same time to believe or simply just to counter this, to lower the Prophet and to say that people should not speak about him, speak in his praise. Well Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself said in the Quran al-Kareem, وَرَفَعْنَا لَكَ ذِكْرَكَ That we have elevated your dhikr, we have elevated your remembrance. And in the lifetime of Rasulullah Sayyidina Hassan ibn Thabit radiallahu anhu in front of the Prophet used to recite poetry in the praise of the Prophet And this is something he would continue afterwards and has continued from the Muslims in each and every generation without interruption from the Sahaba Ikram right down to us. So the path is a middle path. We will have the same attitude towards the Prophet like the Sahaba Ikram did. We will have that same love, veneration, other respect. And we may manifest that other than respect through poetry or through a dars or through a bayan. But we will not take it one step higher, nor we will fall one step short. Always remember that this is a gut reaction in Islam to correct something. One extreme does not correct the other extreme. We have to be people of balance. When you restore the haq, that is what corrects the extreme. The deen, the Qur'an, the sunnah, the haq, the path of the sahaba, tabi'in, tabatabin, mufassirin, muhaddisin, fuqaha, and awliya kamilin. This is what is haq. This is what restores the deen. This is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has defined the siratul mustaqim as siratul ladina al-amta alayhim. And who are those people whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent in amat? Elsewhere in the Qur'an al-Kareem, He says that the ones, anamullahu, the ones He has sent in amat, and nabiyin, siddiqin, shuhada, and salihin. So our path is the path of the Siddiqeen, the Shuhada, and the Salihin, and the path of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So Sayyidina Anas ran on to the Prophet sallam that the history of the Siddiq is Sayyidina Umar ran went to the Prophet sallam and said that, Ya Rasulullah, I love you so much that you are dearer to me than my own parents and my own children. 
And the Prophet said that no, Umar, what you should say is that I'm dear to you, that my own parents, my own children, all of mankind, and an Sunnah, and my own self. Then Sayyidina Umar said, Ya Rasulullah, he didn't understand this tabir. Obviously, that was his aqeeqah. Sayyidina Umar, at that moment, the Prophet was dear to him, than all of humanity and his own self. But the Prophet sometimes taught us a better tabir, a better way of expression. So he taught Sayyidina Umar an even better way to express those words, and Sayyidina Umar radiallahu said that. What does this mean? This means that the legacy, the uswati hasana, and the sunnah of the Prophet has to be more beloved to us than anything else in all of mankind, right? Than any culture, than any ideology, than any subset, any group. We are people who love the sunnah of the Prophet Every single thing, his zahir sunnah, his batin sunnah, his adab, his akhlaq, his ibadat, his dua, his dhikr, his kifiyat, his love for Allah. All of these things are more beloved to us than everything in this world and that it contains ma'fil samawati wa ma'fil ard. Then in a very famous section, Imam Bukhari in his book, his Sahih, made a bab collecting all the hadith fi halawati iman in which the Prophet mentioned the sweetness of faith. In that, the first thing that Prophet mentions is the person will have halawati iman, will truly enjoy their iman when they love Allah and His Messenger more than each and everything. And that is something that we're lacking. We don't feel that sweetness of iman because we don't have that level of iman. And that's the purpose of this whole book is to bring us up to that level of kamal iman. And that's the meaning of this other hadith that when the, when the first one, the Prophet none of you believes. It doesn't mean none of you believes. We cannot be overly literalist. It doesn't mean that if the Prophet is not dear to you yet than your own father, you don't have that knowledge of the sira or the shamayal or the adab. If you say technically, maybe I love my father more or my kafir. no. It means none of you believe kamilan. Kamil iman is not entered into your heart. None of you truly believes, none of you perfectly, completely believes until you reach this level. So one thing is nafsi iman, the other thing is kamil iman. Kamil iman is done by adorning yourself with all of these aspects of iman, by doing amal salih, by staying away from sins. The last thing, what does this mean? That the person said that, Ya, ya Rasulullah, I have not set aside any great amount of fasting. This means nafil fasting. Or charity, sadaqah, that is nothing. It means that I'm doing my obligations, I'm performing my duties, I'm staying away from sin. But other than that, perhaps this person was a laborer, perhaps there was many reasons this sahaba was not able to do many nawafah that maybe he saw the sahaba sufa or other of his companions doing. But he told the Prophet but there's one thing that I have, that I have a deep love for Allah and His Messenger. The Prophet said in one of the most celebrated ahadith, Al-Mar'u Ma'aman Ahabba that a person will be with whom he loves. And elsewhere in another day, the Prophet said the same answer. The Sahaba Ikram asked the Prophet, Ya Rasulullah, you've mentioned their darajat in Jannah. And there's something called Jannah al-Firdaus. And if obviously those darajat, those levels of Jannah will be allotted to somebody based on their taqwa, then there's no way we will be with you because you are un, you're insurpassable. You're unsurpassable. We cannot attain your level. And so what does that mean for us that in this world in Medina Manawar we are together with you? What type of Jannat will that be for us if we are separated from you? If you are one level of Jannah, we are some other than of Jannah. So in that response also the Prophet said, Al-Mar'u Ma'aman Ahabba That a person will be with whom he loves. That means that the Sahaba have come in love for the Prophet they will also be with him in Jannat al-Firdaus. And Allah Subhanahu in Surah Kaf is also mentioned. That the mu'mineen will be in genital for those. Not some special select group of muttaqeen or muhsineen or awliya or sadiqeen. But genital for those is for the mu'mineen. Now this promise of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in surah kaf. 
And this promise of the Prophet ﷺ as revealed to him by Allah in the hadith is still there for each and every one of us. If we have kamil mahabba for the Prophet ﷺ, and the kamil of that mahabbat is we are true to his legacy and his teachings, and we do what he said to did, and we stay away from what he said to stay away from, plus we have that emotional love for him in our heart, then al-mar'u ma'aman ahabba is as true today as it was then, and we can aspire and hope that we too will be in the company of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and Jannatul Firdaus, in the company of the Nabiyyin, Siddiqeen, Shuhada, and Salihin. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala enable us to aspire to this, to make dua for this, may accept us and make us such people, so that before this month ends, we have the itkum minan nar, we are emancipated from the hellfire, and our names are written amongst the ranks of people who will enter Jannah, will enter Jannatul Firdaus. Wa akhirul da'wana, and alhamdulillah, hidam bin